<laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All right, Joe, we can go ahead and start the show if that's cool. All right, my man. Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. Pro Joe in the house. It is our Friday free-for-all edition, as you can see. Yesterday was actually our 200th episode already, but we're celebrating it today with our uh, our cool graphic. Let me move out of the way. So cool. Love it. Pretty cool artwork by Pro Joe. Uh, get in contact with him if you'd like him to uh, do some artwork for you. He's a terrific photographer as well, and he had, he's very good at adjusting on top of everything yes. else. Yes, he is. Uh, specialty. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> specialty. Uh, thanks for jumping in. Uh, coming up in about 15, 20 minutes, we're going to air an interview we've got now. We just did. Um, we know at bare minimum things don't add up with this Maui situation with the fires with everything that happened before, during, and after, and what's going to happen next. We talked with Chris Burke, an insider expert uh, who's been getting all kinds of information on the ground from Maui. Uh, He has family and friends there. Uh, He didn't try to become some expert regarding to releasing information, but people started contacting, giving him the information, and he started to be that outlet that everybody needed. That's going to be a terrific interview. It's coming up in about 15, 20 minutes. Eric Johnson in studio during 9 o'clock. We'll get into um, what's happened with Owen Troyer from InfoWars, former guest of our show. The whole January 6th deal is unraveling right now. For It's unraveling on both sides for people who are being, quote, wrongly convicted and put in prison for incredibly long sentences. I mean, the Proud Boys guy sentenced earlier this week who alleged coordinated all of this wasn't even there. Right. I got 22 years. Are you kidding me? That's nuts. Owen Troyer will give you his situation of what's happened there. And also, uh, Lara Logan, one of my favorite, she was a world correspondent news. Um, she was uh, in the Middle East. She was attacked, like physically mm-hmm. attacked by a ton of men years ago. Um, the other thing is she's got a new show coming out and she her first show is breaking down the truth of January 6th. She basically said... F you to mainstream media and Mm -hmm. said, it's all lies. They don't tell the full story. She branched out on her own. Um, You want to talk about a a woman that is strong, tough, uh, isn't afraid of anything. She's got her own thing going on. As you see, you don't go world news or local news for news anymore. You go to outlets like us. We're going to cover the stories. You go to people who are doing their own things. And also some great sound with Megan Kelly, former Fox News anchor. She's hit it big with a podcast like us, uh, she fell in out of favor, so to speak, was canceled with Donald Trump because she had some comments about Donald Trump a few years back. Well, Donald Trump's giving her an interview. So that shows you the respect he has for her. Just wait till you hear what she has to say about getting the cupcake and cupcake. Mm -hmm. Literally. And how it's hurt her and her life and how she's not medically the same. It's affected her health and, Many people in her circle that did get the cupcake feel the same way. So we're here. We're going to get started, and we do so with our friend. We've got Todd Hussein with us today. Uh, your partners with uh, Biff McCullough. He was on before. VPCNetwork.com, uh, Vehicle Protection. 
uh, network.com. You guys have an awesome, I mean, Sarah's awesome. I've watched it for years now, car warranty company. Um, are you guys still looking for some employees? And um, if so, how can people contact you? Because when Biff came on, he talked to us about the whole situation regarding, he's like, listen, our top people are making six figures. You come in, we train you, you show up for your shifts, you take calls and people need something and you sell them their warranties. Yeah. Um, and you can put the mic up near, near your mouth. We should have put that up. For, okay, there we go. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's you know it's pretty simple. We like to do the on-house training. No experience needed. Um, either call me, text me. Um, How can people, what, what is your phone number and then what is your text? Because we'll put that uh, up for people as well. Oh, uh, yeah. My phone number is 636-688-9491. Uh, I do Could you the, give it again real quick? Yep. 636-688-9491. Okay. And what could, and then what is your email? Uh, Todd, T-O-D-D at vpcnetwork.com. Okay. What kind of people are you looking for? Who does well in a job like this? People who talk, um, you know, previous servers who are bartenders, you know, find it difficult to find jobs that they enjoy anymore. Um, somebody motivated to make some money. You know, you got kids, you need, uh, you need to make cash, you know? How long does it uh, take to train somebody at VPC Network? Say I come in, I show up on Monday. So I want to do this, Todd. I come in on Monday. What is it, what happens from that point forward? Uh, it takes about a week, one week of training. That's it? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, I mean, if you can read, you can do this job. You know, we've got a script. We've got everything you're going to need, all the rebuttals you're going to need, all the materials right in front of you. Uh, we're talking about VPC Network Vehicle Protection Network.com. What about um, when it comes to the amount of people and then differentiating? You have different shifts, right? Because you know sometimes people hear car warranties. They're like, oh, I don't know if somebody's calling me about... No, you don't call people about car warranties. People are interested. You call the warranty. So people are calling you looking for help. Yeah, people call us. Uh, so no cold calling. Um, it's Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Is there another shift too, or is that... Uh, we split it up. You know, we do like nine to six, eight to five, uh, 10 to seven. We don't do any weekends. So you get to have your weekends, um, get an hour lunch, you know, 10, 10, two minute breaks. So legitimately you have people making six figures. Um, working so, 40 hours a week. Working 40 hours a week right now. Yep. Are the calls coming in a lot too? I mean, do, Oh, we've yeah. talked about that in the show and how things are changing in this country. And we thought people were keeping their vehicles longer. Yeah. So uh, last Monday alone, we dropped over... 400 phone calls mm. that we couldn't answer. We don't have enough people to answer them. Wow. Um, you close at about 10%. So that's about 40 people that lost out on a warranty. That what's the average, what's the average warranty that somebody needs or wants? Um, like the cost. Yeah. I mean, for example, you, t you broke it down to, Hey, you close about 10%. If you're closing about 10%, and we're now that's 40. What about out of that 40 per sale? What is per sale average? Uh, that the that you would profit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we usually around thirty two hundred dollars is the cost of a four okay. year policy, and then um, you know depending on the vehicle, obviously. No, I got you. It's interesting. I just I find it very interesting. Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Todd at vpcnetwork.com, or you can give him a call at six three six six eight eight. 9491. That's 636-688-9491. Um, how many people do you guys have uh, working in a call center at one point in time? And what's that environment like? Uh, right now, we have about 18. Um, we like to keep it pretty light. You know, ping pong tables, 
uh, bring you food every day, cookouts. Um, we like to have fun, you know. We like to treat everybody like a family. You know, we got people that have been with us for 10 years. You don't cancel anybody, right? No, we don't do no. any canceling. <laughs> no, no canceling with you, huh? <laughs> We might be canceled. <laughs> right, you might be canceled. That's funny. I like the whole ping pong thing. So that they can work and get up and then go over there and play some games. And, and the cookouts in and of itself is great for employees, I think. Yeah, uh, we encourage you to have some fun. You know, it's sometimes it can be stressful. You know, work is stressful sometimes. Sure. Um, you know, we're all there to make money. We're all there. We know we have to be there. It's might as well make it as enjoyable as possible. Absolutely. Anything else uh, that you'd like to let people know about the company? Anything from that standpoint um, before we let you go? I just wanted to make sure that we had a chance to um, obviously promote what you guys are doing. I, I believe in what you guys are doing. I've been to your offices. I've seen the people who are working in there. I know people are making damn good money 40 hours a week off holidays. And uh, you guys have uh, invested in Cancel This and you guys believe in what we're doing. So if anybody knows anybody that is looking for a job from that standpoint, contact Todd right now or um, let us know here at canceltheshow.com that might be interested in at least uh, contacting you to at least do an interview and yep. go from there. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the worst that could happen is you come in and you get some information. There you, you know. go. Uh, do you get into politics? Oh, yeah. You Unfortunately, do. too much. Uh, <laughs> uh, are, are you uh, more, more Trump or non-Trump? Um, did I put you on the spot? No, no. I, I like Trump and I like his policies and I think he did an excellent job. But I'm tired of being ran by people who are going to be 80. Mm -hmm. You know, um, would that put you like a, a Vivek mode? Have you? I don't mind him. I do think DeSantis is probably a little bit more equipped for the job. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't mind him at all. I think he's got makes some excellent points. But you know, I think uh, the biggest thing is I'm tired of being ran by people who don't even know what a text message is. You know, you get people up there. He's telling well, Trump knows all about he social media. Yeah, he at least knows about tweets. <laughs> a little too much. Not trying to push you that way. <laughs> no, but a no, lot I, of people feel that way that you do. That I know I've got kids that they liked his policy, but they're like, Mom, we need somebody that understands what's going on and isn't going to keel over and die tomorrow. Literally, I had that conversation with my son a couple a couple weeks ago. I do think Trump might be the exception of that rule. He's a Me young, too. he is a young 70 something. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. he might be better on the golf course than I am. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, that's not the future. Because you're a millennial. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that's not the future. I, I, the future is these computers and AI. And I think you do need somebody who can understand that kind of stuff. And that's interesting because you're a millennial. You're a St. Charles County in the St. Louis area, Missouri millennial. It's a very red County. Um, I'm curious, do you find that people like you, your age, your area, do they feel the same as you or? I do think my friends are very much the same views. Um, but I do think when I was in college, you know, I went to Missouri state and I do think that that was being a conservative on a campus was not even at Missouri state. Yeah. Well, oh, I know yeah. Springfield's trying, they're trying to, I mean, yeah. My daughter oh. went from there too, and she said she had to kind of keep her mouth shut, which surprised me because I went there as well. But I graduated in the '80s, and we and people could be political, and they were very right leaning then. But now my daughter was like, "Mom, you talk about it, and people are doxing you like crazy." 
Oh yeah, I'm a political science major. And oh wow! So I mean, that's we'll get you. We're gonna get you back on, and okay. we're gonna talk about some of those things too. Yeah. Uh, once again, this is Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Todd at vpcnetwork.com. His phone number is six three six. 688-9491 Vehicle Protection Network. You can check them out. Vehicle Protection. They are looking for some employees. Uh, you can make great money, great environment. Literally, they train you in a week and you take inbound calls and, and they're turning calls away right now. People calling them looking to get car warranties and pay money. So, uh, Todd, we appreciate it, buddy. Keep us posted on everything that's going on. All right. Oh, absolutely. All right. We'll catch up with you. you can, and how it is, you can just take your headset off and walk on out, my man. All right. We'll call, talk to you a little bit later today. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thanks again, Todd. Appreciate it. If you guys are interested or know somebody, contact Todd. Contact Todd. We'll give his information out a little bit later as well. Uh, this is Cancel This, Cancel This Show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Our 200th episode was yesterday. Today's 201, but we have our terrific graphic behind us. Yes. Uh, coming up here in a couple minutes, and I guess we'll do it. Uh, we'll give ourselves a couple minutes here before we start the interview. Just to remind people, um, we have an interview with Chris Burke coming up. We all know that there is a bunch of crap that has happened in Hawaii that continues to happen, and we don't know even what the future holds. Um, we were informed of a man, this Chris, who we're getting ready to show you the interview with, who told us all about what is happening in Maui. And there's so many aspects to this interview mm -hmm. that we think would, would blow you away. So it is a, fr a Friday. It's a free-for-all Friday, conspiracy theory Friday. They're only conspiracies until they're proven true. But we do know something weird is going on in Maui. And it's not over yet. And that's the sad thing yes. about what's happening right now. Um, so we're going to get into that in just a couple of moments. It is a Friday. I just wanted to make sure that we have any housekeeping notes, anything else. I'm trying to remember um, everything that's going I think on. you did a good job covering it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Coming up at our nine o'clock hour, uh, Megan Kelly sound. Yes. Um, you know, she wasn't the kindest to President Trump when he first ran for president. Very true. I, she eventually lost her job over it. Mm -hmm. It's ironic think Fox got rid of her. Now Fox would probably give her a primetime billing. <laughs> the irony of all that. Uh, but Donald Trump's going to give her an interview. Uh, mm -hmm. You won't want to miss her talking on how the cupcake has ruined her physically. And she's not the only one. Somebody in your family, there are people in my family and friend group who are suffering and feel there is absolutely no doubt, no doubt in their mind it was because of the cupcake. We have that sound coming up. And Owen Troyer from InfoWars with Alex Jones never stepped foot in the Capitol on January 6th. Never stepped foot. As a matter of fact, there are witnesses saying where he was yelling and screaming and telling people, don't go in, it's a trap, which is what I said. People who ran in should have had, regardless, they were standing there telling people, don't go in. But he is now, he has pleaded guilty to a charge because of things that he was saying mm -hmm. while standing outside. Right. It's just words. It's, it's uh, an attack we'll on break down. Of we'll break down that situation with Owen Schroyer from InfoWars. Uh, St. Louis's own Owen Schroyer as well, who we had on the show before. Uh, j just some very interesting stuff going on. And by the way, just to have a little bit of fun before uh, we move on. Uh, Projo, can we show... Um, the picture of uh, Patrick Mahomes, and I, I, I like Patrick Mahomes, but okay, there he is. Aww. Jared Goff <laughs> is now his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Lions! Oh. 
I know I'm in the middle of Chiefs country. But as a lion-suffering fan, since I moved to Detroit when I was in Detroit, my son and I, I love that picture, and you can keep that up. Jared Goff has now won his last two games against Patrick. Patrick Mahomes beats everybody. He might be the best quarterback ever. I mean, I know Tom Brady has all the championships. But Tom, what, what Patrick Mahomes does is amazing. But the Lions, the Detroit Lions, went into the defending Super Bowl champion's house last night. You know, they weren't great. The Chiefs didn't play great either. They had some stars out. But to go in for a team like the Lions, who haven't played in a playoff game <laughs> uh, forever, they haven't won a playoff game since the early 90s. I think mm-hmm. it was 91. Uh, yeah, and it certainly, Travis Kelsey not being out there hurt them. But I, I love this picture when I saw it, so... Uh, and I'm wearing my lion shirt. Today, yeah, you're so. a little gleeful today, for sure. Uh, and and it was an away game. Thank you, Robert Peterball. Uh, by the way, I covered the Lions in my previous life. Before I was a newscaster, I was a sportscaster, and I covered the first 0-16 football team in the NFL history. <laughs> they were. It was one of the worst jobs to you show up for. You go into the locker room with the players. You're there all week, and you're like, what are we going to talk to him about? Because you look at the schedule, and you knew they were going to lose their last like seven games. Once they became 0-9, you're like, oh, man, they're not going to win. And they knew they weren't going to win. And for whatever reason, my younger son and I, we just started liking the Lions. And that was our team. So that's why it's fun. That's why I'm having a little, uh, a little fun with Patrick Mahomes. I like the Chiefs. I just like the Lions a little bit better. So that's why I was wearing my lion shirt. Don't let him kid you. He's really happy and gloating. But anyway, let's get a little bit more serious with everything that we have going on right now. Sorry. Go Lions! See See what I said? This is what he's been doing all morning. Jared Goff is Patrick's daddy! (laughs) I'm sorry. There we go. Hey, once again, if you weren't joining us on the show earlier... I went and spent uh, the AFC championship in Kansas City, and that was quite a commitment all the way around. And I love the Chiefs, and they still have the best pregame atmosphere. They have the best fans. Uh, it, it's amazing there. Andy Reid was my kind of my half coach when I played football at Mizzou my freshman year. I love Andy. He was our offensive line coach at Mizzou. I was a tight end. So part of your job as a tight end is you block and you receive. So Andy was our blocking tight end. Andy Hill is there. He was a receivers coach at Mizzou. He's a fr- And Dave Tobe is their special teams coach. And guess what? He was also one of my coaches at the University of Missouri. So I know those guys. I love those guys. They've won a lot. Hey, give the Lions one win, right? At least we can feel good for ourselves for a week. Uh, I love it. Aaron says, Jared Goff is to Mahomes what Eli was to Brady. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, I'm happy about it. I was celebrating it. And Dan Campbell is an amazing coach so far. Just the the quotes, the sound bites, uh, the good old boy that he is. All right, we've turned it into a sports podcast. I'm sorry. Now, back to the serious. You'd probably turn it into a sports podcast every day if you could. No, no, I wouldn't. We could do that. We could do a sports show, but we're not. Okay. All right. All right. Now it's time to get serious with Chris Burke. Um, We taped this the other night uh, because he is on the West Coast. He travels back and forth from Hawaii to California. Um, Just listen in to the interview here with Chris. uh, And uh, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll sum up everything he's talking about that's going on in Maui. And it takes about five minutes to get into this really hardcore. But just be patient and check it out. And we're now 
grateful to have Chris Burke on with us. Uh, super cool podcast. Intel with podcast is the name of it. Intel lower score within lower score podcast. Chris, we appreciate you taking the time to talk about this Maui disaster, the cover up, everything else that's going on right now. You're retired military. You're a busy dad. You're a husband, you're taking kids, your wife's deployed, you're super busy. You could be doing a million things right now outside of trying to uncover what's going on in Maui. Uh, if you could, first of all, tell us why you got into this and how you have become pretty much one of the biggest experts on what we said here on Cancel This was some sort of cover-up. Nothing made sense with this Maui situation from the very first day we reported on it and we said it on this show. Stay tuned. Something weird is going on. Yeah. So first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for reaching out. Um, I I started this podcast on the side for fun to stay busy you know, being getting medically retired um, and just fortunately not having to work, um, you know, taking care of both the kids right now. Um, I wanted to do something fun. Podcast was always there. I listened to a lot of Sean Ryan. I'm very good friends with Eddie Penny. If people look him up um, and, you know, of course, listen to Joe Rogan, but I wanted a podcast where I can talk about anything because I'm a huge believer in truth. And the thing is, is if somebody, you know, people watch the news all the time and they, they believe whatever people say. My thing is, is I always ask questions. Um, I was an entrepreneur for over 13 years. I owned three businesses. You know, I, I didn't get to where I was by just saying, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I ask questions. I want to understand things. And a lot of people they're misconstrued and especially with social media. Um, there's a lot of hearsay and somebody says something one time and because somebody posted it, they automatically want to believe this person because they have an X amount of followers or they, they pay the $15 a month for the check mark and they have 300 followers. Um, so I got involved in this really just based out of um, something screamed to me that this was an obvious attack. This was something done that I personally feel, which is my opinion, that I personally feel, which was done by the government. Um, and now being out of the military, I'm kind of a free bird in the sense that I can kind of talk about whatever I want and say whatever I want without having to worry about PR coming down my throat. Um, now, I grew up in Arizona for 16 years. I've got Polynesian uh, tattoos all over me. I have a full sleeve. I've got a leg piece. I've got a back piece. I grew up with Chamorros, which are from Guam. I have friends that are from Chuuk. Uh, I grew up with Pacific Islanders, Hawaiians. My wife was in Hawaii for four years. Um, it's in for me. It's the nicest culture I've ever met and I've ever come across. Um, they welcome you with open arms. Very family orientated. Um, and the thing is, is, what happens with news is something will pop up. It'll grab attention for a month, and then whatever is the next flavor comes on you know first you had the the you had like the ufos coming through then you had the train derailments and then you've got like now they talked about it i think last month about mid this month they're going to do uh certain mask mandates and want to push the boosters and then the maui thing happened and they're gonna something's gonna come up and it's gonna shift this aside and that's what i hate about it is because it, it pops up and it's popular for 30 days and it goes away um and i want to give these people a voice because um they are affecting their First Amendment rights out there with the media. They have a, they have like a 12-mile ban 
around Lahaina. No one's allowed in. People can't go to their homes. They get arrested if they try to cross in there. They have a wall built up. You can't fly drones. They control the airspace. Who's going in there um, right now, Chris? Mm-hmm. What's that? Who's going in there? Who's allowed in that 12-mile zone? FEMA, government. Um, you've got, I think, some military personnel that's going in there. You've got Red Cross you know, the, they just now, um, I have a, a video that I'm going to release tomorrow morning. They are releasing this, this like kind of like this spray that they're going to put down. It's almost like a glue. Um, and when you look it up, it says in small quantities, it is uh, very low toxicity rate, but they're going to be releasing this into the ocean. So it's going to be a, a massive quantity of this acetate that is... Uh, highly toxic in large quantities. Why are they releasing this? Oh, I'm sorry. So, no, 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 no. Uh, so what they're trying to do is they're going to be spraying this like over the ash and the debris to help contain this stuff. And they said it wasn't going to hurt like marine life. It's biodegradable, all this other stuff. So, you know, the people of Maui that I have spoken to personally, I, I get tons of messages. I get tons of emails. Uh, I had to create a Google voice just to be able to communicate with all these people. And they are saying that they would much rather have ash go into the ocean than this, this toxic acetate glue to go in there. And Japan in Fukushima, they just, they're just releasing stuff. I think maybe a week or two weeks ago, they're releasing the stuff from um, the, like the nuclear plant. Yeah. I want to say from wow. like 2011, they're releasing that stuff into the ocean, also in large quantities. That was a big story toxic. recently. Yep. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, I'm curious. There's so much to get into with the Maui situation. We could talk to you for an hour. We don't have that much time. Can we go back mm-hmm. to the day when the fire started and start right off the bat when you can talk about power being shut off for six hours before? What the hell happened? Yeah. So... I also want to touch base too for your uh, for your listeners. In no way, shape, or form, fashion, am I claiming any type of credit for this stuff. I'm simply being uh, a platform for these people. I'm sticking up for them and giving them a voice. I like after this in an hour and a half now. I have an, a podcast with a survivor who was the last person out of Lahaina. Almost died. Um, he had no help, no police, no firefighter, no nothing. Um, so these people are the locals that are sending me stuff to be able to be a voice for them. So when that happened, my youngest son, he has a um, occupational therapist, uh, feeding specialist, the whole nine. He's um, He has uh, Down syndrome. He's got special needs. And the lady that comes, her daughter was in Lahaina when this was happening. So three o'clock in the morning, she's texting her mom, power's out. She showed me all these text messages, showed me pictures. Three o'clock in the morning, the power was out. They had to evacuate. Nobody could go back in. They had to leave their passports in the hotel because they evacuated everybody so quick. And the last thing you're going to think about is little things to take with you. Um, so the power was, was, was definitely shut off well before this fire happened. And then, of course, HECO comes out and they announce that they de-energize the lines. Now, de-energizing lines doesn't take six hours. But they can all when they de-energize them, they can always turn them back on pretty quickly. So um, the power was definitely out. That you know, and then they tried. Governor Green tried to say like it sounded like a bomb went off because maybe that was like a transformer or something. Who knows? But um, power was off. Uh, the winds that supposedly 
hit that island, everybody is saying it's the hurricane winds. Now, my thing is, is anything that I post, I do tons of research on before I post it because I'm not just one of those people that's going to make a post to try to get likes. So the hurricane was five to 800 miles south from Lahaina in the island of Hawaii in general. Hurricane winds, even at a category four, category five, travels hives 300 to maybe 350 miles away. Mm-hmm. And so if this is five to 800 miles away, you're not going to get these 30, 40 mile an hour winds. So that hurricane thing is debunked that the hurricane winds did not cause any of that stuff over there. And we didn't think so either. When when this all came out, exactly what you're saying is similar to, to what we were saying. So if the hurricane didn't cause that, why are they lying? Why are they lying? Um. So there's a, you know, I, I, I'm still kind of like cautious about like what I can and can't say, I guess, just because of being in the military. But um, it's all your perspective, you know, Chris, I, because you've become what yeah, you want I mean, to be or not. You've become a voice mm-hmm. for people of Maui. Yes. And, and, I, and I've talked to some locals as well. Um, like I said, going over all this literally all day, every day. And some are saying that um, sometimes the winds that come over the mountains are pretty gnarly. Um, even some of them were saying there's no way this was like hurricane winds, like a, a drift of a hurricane wind. Um, I don't know. I'm not like, you know, going to put on my tinfoil hat and go down the route of like, oh, there's some type of like weapon that caused the winds or whatever the case may be. Um you know, it's, I don't, I, I can't say like, I don't know why they're lying, but I, I know why they are because they're just trying to cover everything up. But the thing is, is like where we are now as a, like a world and society is technology is a thing. And, you know, it's very easy for people to Google things and look things up. But the, the number one thing uh, to go back to you, Lizzie, is that if somebody is like, if somebody wants to ask a question as to why this happened or like, well, if it was the winds, why, how was it going to happen if the hurricane is five to 800 miles away? The moment you ask a question, you don't just go along with things. You're a conspiracy theorist. And it's like, you mm-hmm. know, that's the thing is like, why can't people ask why? And that's the thing. Um, you know, I, I don't know why they're lying about this. Um, you know, they, I, I know that Lahaina Maui in general, they had uh, like a, um, like an AI conference, like solar conference earlier this year in January. Yeah, they did in January. Yeah. And then so Governor Green allowed them to come to the table with developments. So pretty much like the blueprints is like as to what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. Now to fast forward a little bit, three weeks before the fire happened, they hired 60 plus insurance agents just for that area alone. So why are you hiring 60 plus agents for that area alone three weeks ahead of time? Now- The insurance companies, they are using what is called zone infraction as a way to not pay these people. There are Mm. tons of videos online that anybody can go look across Instagram. I don't have TikTok. I don't do that. I just do Instagram. Whoops. Um, And it's all over the place. People send me this stuff. And locals have been getting denied insurance. The guy uh, that's coming on tonight, um, let's see if I can pull a message from him really fast. So this is what he has sent me. He said... um, that he has had to fly to another state because they are re, uh, refusing to give him assistance. He said FEMA has to come out and do an inspection to even do anything. He said, I can't even go to my property. They are, they are giving me zero assistance, and they will, will not let people onto Front Street. And he sent me five videos. Um, you know, this is uh, – it's, it's crazy to me that, you know – 
that this just screams like such a land grab with everything going on because mm-hmm. Bill Gates and Microsoft, they have land out there. They're trying to come in and to obviously take over more. Now in the center of Maui, they have solar panels. The guy that put the bid on those solar panels actually reached out to me and messaged me and said, good job. That is correct because I'm the one that put the bid on that. So wow, that just goes is, to show you there. I, there's so much to get into. We're talking with Chris Burke, uh, Intel with podcast. That's Intel underscore within underscore podcast. Uh, Chris uh, has a Hawaiian connection. He saw what happened. He started reaching out. He started putting videos all over the place. And then people started contacting him, residents in Maui. And what do you know? Before long, he's got more information than anybody else. We were talking about the crazy deal with the power being shut off. You also say the water was shut off and then repurposed. What happened there? Yes. So, um, I'm going to pull this up here and show you, or I can't really show you guys, but I will talk about it. Hopefully this doesn't affect my camera. No, you Um, you look good from that standpoint. Okay. So this person reached out to me. So I'm not going to say people's names, just obviously out of protection and respect. So if you go to this website called MauiCounty.gov and you go to the document center, you can pull up all these PDF files. There's probably 20 PDF files. This is public source. Now, what they did is that they were uh, testing um, chemicals in the water, and they pulled water a day before the fire happened, and they repurposed the water. And then when it went, so the water was shut off, and then when it got sent back in, the gentleman that I just dropped the podcast uh, yesterday with, his name is Keppa. He said when the water got turned back on and got sent back into his home, it was uh, white and milky. And people were saying that the water was toxic. So why would you repurpose the water like 12 hours before this so-called fire is going to happen? And the thing is to like not to keep like going around, but those sirens that go off, I've had tons of people tell me that they test that monthly. It's not just like a once a year, twice a year type of thing. They test those sirens monthly and they are extremely loud. I've heard the video. So I couldn't tell you on that part. Well, Chris, it just seems so odd. And we've talked about this on our podcast and you're really just, you know, confirming everything that we've been saying and we've been thinking. It's odd. Mm -hmm. They shut the water off. They shut the electricity off. They're not giving them assistance. Children are missing. Could you tell us anything about what you know about the missing children? Um, it's, um, it's a tough subject for me to talk on. Just, you know, just, it doesn't matter with me being a dad. I'm just the same way about kids my whole life. Um, so somebody earlier sent me pictures and I, and I might be able to send it to you guys offline, of course, just because I think this stuff will get taken down immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I can find the pictures, I don't know if I deleted that text. No, that's but, fine as you look for um, it, Chris, because initial reports that mm-hmm. we had and that we saw you know, across the world when it came to AP reports was, you know, 2000, you know, maybe 2200, 2300 kids were missing. But that meant that they the the report was well, that meant they were out of school, they're displaced. That doesn't mean they were stolen, that they were somehow kidnapped. Uh, But then when we say 864, this long after the fact, that's seriously concerning to us. Yes, and, and nobody has an answer yet. They, um, the thing is, is um, 
these residents told me that they report everything to the administration. So they report first names, last names, the ages, and how many people are missing from families. So the administration had numbers at the time. They were just refusing to touch base on it. Excuse me. Um, and then also at a neighboring island, there was 183 bodies that washed ashore that they weren't accounted for until they until they showed up. So then they counted those bodies. Now, um, there is footage and pictures online. I don't know for how much longer until they start probably you know deleting this stuff. But there was a picture before of the school buses. There was, I don't know, 16 typical school buses. And then there was, you know, maybe like six short buses. So... 15 to 16 buses in general, including um, the latter of the two, uh, went missing. And then the school buses that stayed there after the fire didn't burn. So people are coming up with this, you know, conspiracy now, if you will, of like, there's tunnels somewhere. You know, I know there's tunnels in Vegas, but those tunnels are for Tesla drivers. That's for them. But um, the school buses are missing. They said they accounted for those school buses to hold anywhere, like you said, from 864 to about 950 children. And then they just went missing. The person that sent me the pictures earlier today got them off of, uh, looked like it was off of Twitter. And, um, you know, there were confirmed, I saw in the pictures, uh, burned children inside of cars mm. on the side of the road. Uh, it was it was very horrific to, to see that. Um, would parents be speaking up? And wouldn't you think that too, Lizzie and yeah, Chris, they, that if they had kids missing, they would be finding outlets? Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I don't understand why. But then again, there's a lot of people being silenced out there. There's a, another famous Hawaiian uh, is famous now because he is going around and going to these government buildings and going to these like special meetings. Like He just went to one, I think, today or yesterday. Um, and the city kept it private and the only way to get in is you had to register to get into there to get into this venue so he showed up because he caught word of it he shows up and and they said that he couldn't get in because of the seating and not having enough room but the venue holds over a thousand people and they only had 200 people on the list so they said he couldn't come in because he had to register but that thing that he went to was to establish further development for the smart city. They're trying to get in more solar panels. Um, this guy, the gentleman that said he put the bid on those solar panels. Um, so I had, a, I posted a picture of where they're at and he said it was, it's over 200,000 panels. And the reason why he knows that it's true. And what I posted is, is fact is because that is the bid that he did on them before anything ever happened. And then he said, all Mahipono land, which is the old sugarcane fields, which is what Kepa talks about in that podcast that I had with him. So it's just everybody's further is, is confirming this stuff. Um, they didn't have internet for a while. Uh, I also have a video of a guy that had to drive um, out of Lahaina, I think towards like a grocery store area. And there was a truck there with caution um, like the caution tape around it. It was the only truck there that had Wi-Fi in that whole entire area because nobody had them. So people were sending text messages, trying to make phone calls. People weren't getting text messages until six hours to a day later of things going on. And then when they checked their cell phones, uh, they never once had a me- like a, a message pop up of like the siren or a fire, any kind of emergency. And you would think they would be prepared for an emergency and they don't have sirens. So everything that you're saying is so 
fishy. And I think most people that care agree with that. And in the end, there's people that stand to gain lots of things, lots of money by these people disappearing, by not giving them insurance. It, it You had said earlier that it sounds like a land grab. And I know that Vic and I had kind of thought that earlier too. There has to be a motive because no one's helping them. You it, it, And also, is there some truth to the fact that there was fake police officers there. That's what we're hearing. So could you tell yes, us about hun- the fake mm-hmm. police officers? Yes, ma'am, 100%. So I could show you the messages of probably 15 people. So it's a small island. Everybody knows each other, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like the military. 1% of the people in the world are in the military. Everybody knows somebody somewhere. Um, and every single person that reached out to me said that they were in unmarked cars, they were in different uniforms, and they are acting as fake police. One of his friends is an actual police officer for Maui. He was off-duty trying to go rescue people. He blew through a barricade uh, that a policeman or policewoman was at, and they were yelling at him saying, you can't do that, you can't do that, we're going to call the police. So he stops, and he's like, what do you mean? I thought you are the police, and they're not. They're different people. They were planted there because everybody knows everybody there. He said that they know all the policemen. They know all the routes. They know all their shifts. And he said every single policeman that he knew had no idea who these people were. Well, and that's crazy. And they were, weren't they before in front of and behind barricades and people that did not listen to the fake police actually got out and lived because they went around the barricades and when they went around, they lived. But when they listened to the government or whoever these fake people were, they perished. Correct. Yes. So, um, you know, just from what people have told me, they said that had they listened to the police that were there at that time, um, they said that there's no question about it that they probably would have died. Now, Amanda Cassidy, who I did um, a little post on, she did a, um, a report and it, it's all over the news. You can look her up. Um, she actually reached out to me and she's going to be coming on the podcast as well, just trying to find a, um, a better time because she was trapped inside of that with her boyfriend wow. in that ring of fire, essentially. And she said that it was the scariest moment in time of her life um, and that they had to essentially go around this barricade or to try to get out in some form of fashion. Um, and it's just... It's just wild to me that um, now and then, you know, I want to touch base too. that these planted policemen, these fake policemen are giving the good policemen a bad rap out there. So that's I'm not sure. fair to them. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Chris Burke. He runs the podcast, very popular podcast, Intel Lower Score with N Lower Score podcast. Chris, I can only imagine when this when we start to break down everything here and all the little intricacies. Can you shed some light on things that are the color blue, royal blue, rooftops being blue, um, whatever they are, umbrellas being blue, cars being blue, and not suffering or, or, or coming under any sort of damage from the alleged fire? Yeah, so that's a that's another big thing, too, and another kind of big, I guess, people want to call it conspiracy. But my thing is, is how were there plastic trash cans, you know, cloth material, umbrellas, tarps, um, certain rags. Like I saw a video 
of a family before they are putting up this wall and kicking everybody out that they're going through the rubbish of their homes. And, you know, this lady, you, you know, things were still, um, embers and, and still smoking and extremely hot. And, um, one of the guys or the, or the wives or whatever was like lifting up things in the, in their house. And they had like the blue microfiber towels completely untouched. It was just dirty because it was covered in ash. So, you know, that's another thing too. And then there's another video online that shows two different kinds of lasers that I posted and they laid out about five different color rags. You know, there's like a red one, a green one, a yellow. We ran one, your video, one. bud. It was impressive. Yeah. yeah. We were very impressed. Yeah. So oh, thank you. It's, um, and so that thing, you have two different lasers at different frequencies that, you could obviously tell it wasn't edited, just went straight down the line and was even zigzagging across. But as soon as it hits that certain color as like a threshold, it's like almost as if it, it was like null and void. Well, so, damn, Chris, you're not a conspiracy theorist and nobody else is if something's blue <laughs> and it's not burning. Correct. You're just, yeah. you're just stating yeah. facts. And, and there the are. Facts. So you're, yeah. you're confirming those videos, those rooftops, those umbrellas, those cars did not burn. Yep. It was, uh, it's kind of wild to see because somebody flew a drone over and sent me a still shot of it. And then, so I obviously screen captured that and I circled the two blue cars on the street and a guy named Emerson Timmons, he is real popular out there in Hawaii, all over the news, reached out to me and gave me permission to post his videos, which I did the past couple of days or so. Um, and there's two blue cars in the street, the tires may be half melted, but the windows are still intact. The car's not burned. Uh, but every other car is absolutely incinerated. And, you know, some people want to get into this scientific matter or table of elements battle but the thing is is when you you know some cars do have mercury in them like especially audis and ferraris they have tons of mercury when that stuff catches fire it is like a fireworks show and it, it makes it even worse so some cars do have mercury in them yes obviously cars have plastic in them i get that yes but the Typical wildfire gets as hot as 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit. Aluminum takes about 1,200 to melt. But to, to melt the steel and like the metal inside of cars is about 22 to as high as 2,700 degrees Fahrenheit. These cars are like incinerated and melted into the ground. And then you have aluminum just melted out onto the street. So it's a, it's, you know, a little bizarre in my opinion. And, you know, like you were just saying, it's everything is lining up and showing the facts and showing the truth that you just, there's no other way to do it, but to believe that this is happening. They tried to set up a smart city in Arizona. I used to live there for 16 years. They tried to set up a smart city in West of Arizona and surprise never happened. Now they're trying to do it over in Maui. And the, the thing that I'm not trying to go down like a rabbit hole on your guys's podcast, but the thing is, is a lot of people need to realize that if they are going to be complaining about this global warming and all these mm -hmm. fires happening and stuff like that, then why did they catch an arsonist in Calabria, Italy, caught him on drone footage, riding around on, on a moped or, or um, a dirt bike, catching fire? And then in Greece, they just arrested 79 people. 79 arsonists got arrested after they killed 20 people causing fires over in Greece, Canada right now. Uh, I'm trying to obtain the footage that somebody sent me, but the police shut off or not, not, not shut off the water. The police are blocking people. So if you divide my screen right here and the policeman right here, and this side is where all the fires are at, they were telling the locals that if they cross that line, that threshold, they will arrest them. The guy is screaming at the police. If you let me walk over this line, I can put these fires out. I can save this old lady's home. 
British Columbia shut off the water to the fire hydrants out there in Canada as well. So it's another recurring thing of them just shutting off this water. And the thing in Maui, they tried to say they're trying to preserve this water. It's it's complete BS. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's complete BS. Because if there's a fire, what puts it out is water and they're shutting off water i mean that sounds not very profound to me but it does to them and the smart city does seem like the most logic thing as to why they're doing it and and with that becomes big corporations like blackrock like things that oprah are are affiliated with and bill gates and so on and so forth and of course the 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 whole world order and so it sounds like it's it's all adding up and nobody wants to say it though but that's really what's going on in my opinion these things don't happen this way and they always go to oh it's global warming because they know that scares some people you're not there's nothing wrong with that thought process you're not going down a damn rabbit hole chris uh society and people try to get normal everyday average thinking rational americans to start questioning themselves when they start to question just as you began this podcast it pisses me off from that standpoint Mm -hmm. especially when none of us know what these people in maui have been through none of us know what they're going through because we didn't go through it which leads me to my final question for you in the final minutes that we have you what do you think's really going to happen there? Uh, we can keep running it for another 15 minutes if you want. Um, but what I think is going to happen is that when they try to relocate people, that is their scapegoat. They're going to, they want to relocate them and move them to the big Island. And like, do people really think after they move them to the big island, they're just going to let that land just sit there and just accrue absolutely no. zero equity, nothing. Absolutely not. They're, they're some of the most, it's the highest price yeah. real estate in the world. It is. And, and, you know, the, the whole thing with the global warming, if Kim Kardashian flies her private jet, you know, for six months or a year, whatever the case may be, that causes more damage to global warming in that sense than the life of you driving your car. And they want to talk about rising sea levels. You know, it, it, you know, people can look at it however they want, but when you put ice cubes in a glass of water and the ice cubes melt, does it overflow? You know, it's, it's rough. It's, they can say that's the same concept or not. But the thing is, the banks and these insurance companies, do you, like, do, do people really think they're going to give people a loan and give them insurance coverage on beachfront homes that people are buying up like crazy, like, you know, the elites and all the rich people, mm-hmm. all your all your one percenters, if you will. They're not going to give them that coverage on beachfront homes if they know the sea levels are going to rise because then they're going to lose out on that money. Um, you know, it, it's... Um, it's so sad. It's it's really so sad to see, and it's it's so blatant and it's so obvious. Um, there's just a ton of people still, unfortunately, that just are so you know whether they're so far left or not. Um, it's just they see one thing and they automatically believe it, and it sucks. Like out here in California, it's no stranger. Um, over here by Travis, um, they bought up fifty five thousand acres of land within five years by those companies. Now the thing is, they bought land up to the fence line of a military installation, mm-hmm. and they had no idea. Apparently, now they're looking into it. The company that bought into it, people can look this up. Um, one of the companies that is an investor, right, which is considered a loophole as far as being any kind of equity in the back end, is tied to China, and they mm-hmm. own 3% equity in this company. So they bought all this land. There's a map, there's a picture, and it shows you the whole graph of all this land that they bought. They are turning this area over here into a smart city. It's that is That is what they're doing. That is the plan. And if anybody has ever been out here, 
and you just look at the base, it is nothing but open land the around there. That's you, all there is. It's nothing but open land. Well, and they're doing that all over the United States, too. That You know, the government, you think it's the government or it's under some fictitious name, and you find when you go down that rabbit hole, it's affiliated with China. And they're doing that around so many military bases in the United States. And I think for a long, long time, most of us didn't pay any attention to that. And now we're putting all the puzzle pieces together and it shows our country, if, if we do not, you know, speak up like you're doing, Chris, and we start talking about this, our country is in really big trouble. And, and that's the thing with this whole like silent stuff going on. I mean, it's I have never... I, I have never seen this country. I'm, I'm 34 and I've never seen this country in such a crap hole ever in my whole entire life. And it, it's so wild to me that Congress and Senate and like they just pass these ridiculous laws and state laws and, you know, California, beautiful state. Uh, it's ran by a bunch of crooks. Everybody knows that, um, you know, but now they're it's something is ridiculous as if you try to move out of the state they're going to try to pass this tax to where if you leave yeah. for the next 10 years you got to pay tax on it, it it's it, it's crazy to me and it's so scary um in san francisco they're handing out syringes to the druggies on the streets i i see it every single day it's um and nobody seems to care they want to pass all this stuff and you know like i said you know this could be a podcast you know in, in itself on another one but it's like they're just pushing all these agendas. They're getting United States citizens to fight against each other to not mm -hmm. worry about this bigger picture, which is this new world order that they are pushing, that they're trying to do. A lot of people don't understand what the uh, digital bank currency system is that they're trying to push. It's on that's its another way. Huge, yeah, that's, a, that's another huge thing. Now, they already have the list of the banks that have already accepted this. It's very scary that all the banks that are on there, but thankfully, my wife and I's bank... Uh, or the two banks, uh, they're not on that list, but um, they're trying to control this. And the number one thing is control. And to go back to what you said, Lizzie, is that, yes, it is terrifying to see where it's going, how people are acting. Everybody is fighting each other. You know, it's like, it, you know, whether people want to argue it or not, but like when Obama came into office, it was like mm -hmm. a huge race thing with everybody. And it's crazy. I grew up with tons of different nationality friends and in different backgrounds none of this was a problem none of it and now all of a sudden you know it's it's like it's an issue it's race it's the the alphabet crew is what i call them mm -hmm. and the flags and all this other stuff going on it's just it's unnecessary and it's nonsense why can't you just you know at, for you know as god says is love thy neighbor like what why does everybody have to hate each other the thing you know that's that's what i, I just don't i don't get it i never will understand it um I hate it. I really do. I, I hate to see it because I love this country, but I hate how it's being ran right now internally because of the swamp, if you will. Chris, and, we're right with you. Yeah, and yeah. we are. We talked about that a couple days ago. We really hit it hard about a lot of this happened before Obama, but Obama was the one that made it very obvious that he was dividing Huge. us by race and by police. And then you find out that Obama is literally connected to the Bushes, to the Clintons, to all of that. And it's like, wow, wow. No wonder they're fighting Trump so hard. And as bad as that mm -hmm. is, I, I still can't get this out of my head, Chris. And I know that's what we brought you on the podcast for. And it's the fact of... Mm -hmm. You really don't think these people from Maui, Lahaina, are going to get their property back, do you? Um, 
I really don't. And the reason being is I'm not trying to be pessimistic by any means necessary. Um, I'm a very positive person, or at least I've been a lot more positive. Since well, I I'll say it. I don't think they're going to get their lands back. And I don't know why I haven't seen more stories out of Hawaii with local media, with families. being, And I'm sure they're doing it. I just haven't seen it mm-hmm. posted all over the place to the extent that I thought that I would considering a fire that big at as many displaced people. So I'll be yeah, the negative one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's it. I don't think they're going to get it back, and it's really it sucks to say, but they're pushing so hard. Like again, today they had another meeting. They it was a private meeting. It was secret. Nobody really knew about it, and they're they they want to continue to push this development. They want to continue to go to this agenda. They want to get these solar panels in there. And one of the locals was telling me that the more solar panels that are on that island create it, uh, make it more of a hot zone to cause like wildfires in that sense. So, you know, it's it, at the end of the day, it's a paycheck for people. That's why they want to mm-hmm. do it. Um, you know, it, and it's unfortunate. And I had, um, I had another guy reach out to me. I was going to try to see if I can, uh, he was actually, with and went through the police academy with Pelletier. Um, this person's name... The police chief, of uh, course. Yes. So he yes. used to so be he, the police chief in Vegas when they had the uh, shooting, mm-hmm. and he all of a sudden yep. showed up in Maui. Yep, they said he was a good candidate, and then I don't know if you guys have seen the post, but um, 50 days after he started, he got a 29% increase in pay. 29% oh, wow. increase in pay because they said he was doing such a good job. Yeah, best chief so ever. So this person, yeah, yeah, this this person right here, real quick, said Pelletier's rise to fame started after his third shooting. He then entered the academy and uh, became to tell uh, or became an instructor with Andy Walsh, who is an academy ins- instructor and or caster, who is also an academy instructor under the supervision of the sergeant at the time, Kevin May. He said, "Let's fast forward, Kevin." is now the sheriff in Las Vegas and the Walsh is the under sheriff along with Sasha Caster. Pelletier was pulled up by two of them to the rank of captain. And then he was recruited to work as the Maui police chief. Now Pelletier also, I believe his wife is Hawaiian as well. Um, he said it, 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 he took with him a deputy chief from Vegas by the name of Charles Hank, who was a real Racist POS is what he said uh, while he worked for Las Vegas Police Department, and they covered it up with domestic violence because he beat his wife. Uh, He said, um, police responded, there's no paperwork ever filed against him. Charles Hank was then accused of racism and racist slurs while working under Chief Pelletier in Maui. Wow. Not surprised, man. Mm -hmm. It all adds up, Chris, and and. Once again, it's it's our conspiracy theory Friday. It's mm-hmm. our free for all. It's our deep dive on any kind of news and stories that you don't hear in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have you on. But to us, it doesn't seem like it's a conspiracy theory. To us, the dots connect. Yes, and uh, you know, I um, I got temporarily banned on Facebook for exposing FEMA and Red Cross. So they didn't ban me on Instagram, but they temporarily banned me on Facebook. So I'm just on Instagram and uh, just in YouTube and Spotify. Well, tell us this, Chris, before we let you go, how can people uh, get to your material? uh, If you, when you're, if you have a tape show, when you drop it, if you're live, uh, just so that people can become more familiar with you. And of course, pass your information on to their friends and family and loved ones. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, So you can, 
go across Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, not really Facebook right now, but Instagram and YouTube. It is Intel Within Podcast. Um, and you know, those are the best ways to reach out. The main two ones that I'm really active on are going to be YouTube and Instagram. I try to get to all the messages. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I have my notifications turned off thanks to the wife finally beating that into my brain. Um, <laughs> so that, that's a that's a good way to to, to reach out to me. Um, and I also, if you you know, if you want to email me, it is kbpodcast123 at gmail.com. You know, reach out to me there. I have people all the time. Like I said, I create a Google voice just to be able to contact these people. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, I, I appreciate your guys' support and reaching out to me and getting this out there. And again, I want to let, you know, all the listeners know that I'm not taking credit for any of this stuff. The research, I'll take credit for. But the videos and the pictures and um, the info, you know, boots on the ground comes from all the locals reaching out, thanking me for being a voice for them and spreading their stuff all over the place. So, well, this helps our viewers and listeners all across the world that we have right now on Cancel This. So, uh, Chris, we say God bless you. God bless your wife and your child. She is deployed. I know you got a lot on your hands and you spent a lot of time with us. Uh, all the best, mm -hmm. my friend, and we'll be in touch, okay? Awesome. Thank you. God bless you guys. God bless you, Chris. All right, Chris Burke, love what that guy is doing. Um, he's getting a lot of information, and he's connected. Um, you know, Eric is uh, joining us. You think it was just a fire, right? <laughs> turn this thing on. Oh, hi. We got to turn Eric on. Um, every every yeah, morning. We're trying to have some fun. It's a free-for-all conspiracy theory Do Friday. you know what? Hey, Eric. You, he in adjusts, all fairness, and I already he turns had you on. Eric ah, on. That's all right. And what? Because Pro Joe adjusts you and he turns Eric on. <laughs> they don't call me. <laughs> they don't call me Pro Joe for nothing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Pro Fluffer. <laughs> he is Eric's fluffer. Oh my God! There Woo! we go. Uh, this has turned really crazy all of a sudden, coming out of a serious situation. Chris, thank you again uh, for your time and talking to us and what he's trying to do. Uh, you can't deny what's happening when you talk to the the people and the residents on the ground. I think one thing happens. If these people get their land back and everything works out, then okay. Mm -hmm. Average fire, whatever. If these people don't get their land back, then I call bullshit. Yeah. That's it's real simple. In the next seven months, find out how whole they make these people. If they don't, then something was amiss. If Oprah Winfrey has brand new beachfront property mm -hmm. and there's a couple of casinos going up, then there's a big problem. So that's Bill Gates has more acres of land yes yep oh no aaron says we may have an obama situation going on in the studio with uh pro joe and eric what what's the problem no. <laughs> but it ain't oh, me. it's, that, it's oh. not me with the bad taste in my mouth but <laughs> 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 um, joe is on fire no, this morning it's easy to say that when you're not ever on camera yeah i'm always on camera that's man. right that's come right on, man. that's right come, come on man. man what an interview or not really an interview but i was watching your little tucker carlson thing yesterday mm -mm -mm. yeah you know what that's mm -mm -mm. that's weird that's like it's not conspiracy theory because most of the stuff that, like is conspiracy there it's like well we, we don't know for sure mm -hmm. but yesterday what was his name what was the gay the dude's name that was having sex oh with larry long? sinclair larry there you sinclair. go sinclair <laughs> So you were left with a bad taste in your mouth. Larry Sinclair. Hey, but there's some serious things that are going on now, allegedly. And I don't know if anybody has heard this or seen this. Um, I don't think I sent you this situation, uh, Pro Joe. But 
I did read as I was going through yesterday, Matt Wallace on from Right Side Optics was was posting this on Instagram, saying that rumors are circulating that Barack and Michelle Obama have split up due to an affair. Mm. Michelle is currently in all caps alone mm-hmm. in Spain and looks distressed. What I don't know if you guys, that? do you guys ever see <laughs> whenever Michelle Obama, and I'll keep calling her Michelle until something comes out definitively, I guess. You mean something below the belt? Well, she something does. Something really <laughs> below the belt. She'll do these like. Something uh, flops out. She'll do like these home and garden <laughs> interviews with her girlfriends. Right. And yeah. one of the things she loves to talk about the most is how, oh, well, everybody thinks they know Barack, but they don't know Barack. He's not, you know, marriage is all, you know, mm-hmm. it's not all sunshine and rainbows. She's always kind of capping on him in a weird way. Yeah, she you is. You ever see yeah. that? Yeah. Can you imagine the beating he gets when he gets home? Oh, no. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> in basketball. Dude, I'm big Mike. I mean, Michelle had, yeah. have yep. you seen her shoulders and her muscles? Yeah. She's got some big hands, Could be a too. linebacker. I mean, her yeah. back and her shoulders yeah. and her arms and yeah. her hands. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of force that comes if you get hit with that. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe she's the one that gave Barack... The bandages on the hands and the black eye. Good point. It wasn't the chef. Maybe she caught them in the in the lake together. And yes, she came up. There's big, the big affair. Mike. I, I mean, Michelle. There's the affair. Yeah. Big Mike. Like took care of stuff. The rest of the uh, post from Mike Wallace. If you yeah. look him up on Instagram, that Right Side Optics posted said, "Quote: This comes only weeks after their private chef, Tafari Campbell, died under mysterious circumstances." Okay, what's that all about? <clears throat> because he knew something, or he was the gay lover of Barack? I don't know. Or yeah. Michelle found out about Barack? Why, did, why is Tucker bringing us all the light at this point? In time? I mean, this is complete conspiracy theory, and that's yeah. what we do that on is, Friday. This is this is a UFO might have landed in Schnooks yesterday. Can I <laughs> That, this is crazy talk, but 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 mm, yeah. Could there be? Are you saying there's a chance? There just might be. Yeah, yeah. Now, that was a good little. Tucker's still killing it. Yeah, he is. You know, it, it's. I'm sorry. You, that is a guy that's only going to get bigger over as time goes. If, on. if it's possible, the big three in podcast definitely are cancel this 2007 episode. Our 200 episode right now is yes. is, is cancel this. Joe Rogan's experience. Oh, I like this, Eric. I would have to say Tucker Keep is going. T- Tucker is, is like an up and comer, but still he gets hundreds of millions of views on his stuff. <laughs> and counting. And I would also say in there is Bill Maher is making a an attempt at being down the center of the road. I, even though we know he's a liberal, I want to hear what he has to say Eric, all the it's time. A great point. I've yeah, had people, I and I know we're, we're, we're humans and we all have our opinions of what we like and what we think. I have been told by countless people, probably 10 just to round up, that they, they love what we do, but they say, hey, if you want to grow the show, you got to have more Democrats on, more and more and more I agree. and more. I, I don't disagree with that, I but Democrats down. won't come on. I mean, we've we've even put notices out that please come in here, Democrats, and talk to us, but they won't come because they're afraid of what we're going to ask them. But I agree. Oh, we're not. A, look at us. I just we're don't. Teddy, Eric's a teddy bear. It makes me think that those polls are completely uh, farcical. Which like, poll? Which like, polls? Like Biden versus who? Any other? Well, look at the it's source. It's like 50-50. It's like there's yeah. I, you can't find fifty percent of the people, even just people you know that wanted Biden to be the next president again. Not you can't find anybody. Well, no yeah. one. No. <laughs> you got to ask Mike. I mean Michelle. 
if he's going to be allowed to do that, if she's going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But the chef did die under mysterious circumstances. He did show up with bruises and bandages the next week at a golf you tournament. Betcha. And allegedly, they're not living together right now. But who knows? It's a Conspiracy Theory Friday. But, Eric, when we talk about conspiracies, I don't. I still don't think there's... I, I still think something's going on in Maui. Mm-hmm. I tend to believe that things were set up when water's turned off, electricity's turned off, as we said, fake police in town, local police saying fake police were coming in, not allowing them to get back. People can't even go to their own properties right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And hmm, Well, it was very targeted. It seemed like that little part of Maui was very... It ripped the crap out of that place for sure. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, very... It it, you know... We, it, it it was it was very ironic where it burned and what it burned. You know, that's the only thing I'll say about it. Does it make sense that it was a spark that start, started a rogue wildfire? Yep, it does. Anything you have to put on top of that is just gravy. Anything mm-hmm. that you put on top of that is just like, okay, why'd you turn the water off? Because you of- wanted equity in the water, so the indigenous people had too much of it for some reason. So a spark started all this in the middle of a rainstorm, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, think about the rainstorm. It, it was a was hurricane. Going on. Yeah. Well, and, okay. I'm always the devil's advocate, so I'll be. If you, if you, it's like one of those billows. You know what a billow is? If you <clears throat> yeah, put, if yeah. you put air on any spark, it's right. going to make it inflame. Yeah. You need oxygen. Oxygen, exactly. So it is very logical. That it was a fire, it started small, and then 60 mile an hour winds took these flames 100 miles or whatever it was. So I'm of the camp that there is a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, but there's also stuff that is commonsensical. It is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the January 6th deal is another big subject that we were talking about today, too, because so much crap has happened this week. Uh, The the Proud Boys leader, Enrique, Mm -hmm. whatever. 22 years and he wasn't even there because they said he coordinated the stuff. And then former guest of our show, St. Louis's own Owen Schroyer of InfoWars with Alex Jones, uh, just pleaded guilty in June, if anybody didn't know, to a single class A misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor of a misdemeanor, not a felony, a misdemeanor of, quote, entering and remaining on a restricted, in a restricted building or grounds. He never went into the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Owen Troyer never went into the Capitol. Um, however, after two years of fighting charges related to his presence outside the U.S. Capitol, where there are witnesses that are stating that he, and, and I know a lot of people love Alex Jones, people hate him. You know what, what? What? I'm indifferent to Alex Jones. Okay, whatever. But there's witnesses saying that Alex Jones and Owen Troyer were at the Capitol begging, pleading, screaming for people not to go into the Capitol because it was a setup. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And he's now been faced with the misdemeanor. And guess what? What? They want him to do 120 days in jail. That is so ridiculous. That's what they're recommending. And if you look at the sentences that have been handed down by the mm-hmm. judges regarding this, they're max on every account. Yes. And 120 days is not nearly as much as a lot of the other jails. The DOJ are prosecutors are saying 120 days. That's ridiculous. Because he stood on the Capitol and was telling people, you need to stand up. This is 1776. This is the last opportunity you have. But they he wasn't telling him, to, they were telling him not to go into the Capitol, but to stand up, quote, fight. You hear that word. Well, it, it's just another example of the government wanting to split us apart. Everything yes. they do, everything the DOJ, the White House, Congress does, the Democrats do, is another example of them wanting to 
who put a, a dividing iron between all of us. But did you know that Abraham Lincoln, he gave pardons and he basically forgave the mm-hmm. South mm-hmm. for one reason. There's no forgiveness anymore. He said for one reason. He goes, we got to, he goes, a divided country will not stand. And it, basically it's the truth. So every time, so what you're seeing now is this DOJ saying, they're making an example out of you. That's what they're doing. They're basically cutting mm-hmm. off your head and sticking you on a post but he also, so that no one will ever do it again. He gave them permission, the government, to go through his social media because he said, I have nothing to hide, just to try to get rid of the charges. So they went through to look for anything they could find. Yeah, I mean, the only way you get this guy on anything, in my opinion, I'm not a lawyer, call a lawyer, but there's a thing called the First Amendment. Say whatever the hell you want, as long right. as it's not fire in a crowded in a crowded theater. This is the same thing. Say whatever you want. You have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. You whatever comes out of your mouth, your damn mouth, you're not you're in no jeopardy. Now, if you put your foot in the Capitol on the day that they're doing, you know, switching power, eh, maybe there is a problem there. But there should be zero problem of just having a speech. What video do we have with Owen? Uh, Alex sent me something, said it starts at 18 seconds. I have no okay. idea. Well, let's check out. I, we'll, we'll go with Alex, our marketing guy. Let's see, what he, see what he sent with us. Alex is friends with Owen Schroyer, who is from St. Louis and went to CBC High School. And here we go. I love the Kung Fu Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, this is when he was on our show. It's actually... <laughs> It's one step further than that because it's not just using the your opponent's energy against them. You also know every single move they're going to make. Yeah, exactly. Every single thing they're going to say. I can sit here and I can program them. But if I say this, I know they're going to say this. And once they say this, I can go over here. If yeah. I ask this, I know they're going to say this. And then I can ask this to show that they're double standard. Culture. And that's why it's called Cancel This, this little show. And I think that that's what we're trying. And Lizzo is doing a good job bringing awareness to st- trying to stop cancel culture. It's not going to be. It's not going to be myself. It's not going to be you. And it's not going to be uh, Tabitha that, that stops jacket. cancel culture. It's going to be the sixteen-year-olds who have said we've be. had it's, enough. You're of this. right. It's society, and that's why we talk about. Okay, okay, we let you talk for a minute yes. uninterrupted, yeah. and now you're going. And to then listen. I tried to reach over the table and grab him by the neck, and the guys with the machine guns grabbed me. And took me outside for a while. They have found <laughs> giant human skeletons, Eric. Giants. When you say the giant. The skull is bigger than you are. <laughs> no, you have not. Yes, they have. They have is this not. from yes, the episode? Have. have they, Scotty? Yeah, I, Scotty I, knows everything. No comment. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. Yeah, that's the name of my but, new album, Scotty Doesn't Know. Have <laughs> you ever heard that song? Scotty doesn't know. Yes, it's, I talked to Scotty yesterday, by the way. Oh, Scotty. Scotty, Scotty. Yeah, so Owen Troyer began that. We wanted to show everybody who Owen was. Um, so that's basically what was going on. Owen Schroyer's dealing with a, a bunch of crazy stuff right yeah. now. But you know what? The Gateway Pundit did an article on that. But the Gateway Pundit has also now gotten my favorite world correspondent, Lara Logan. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Lara Logan yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron Lara? Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. The French. Well, well, she got canceled because she said, I'm not going to just go over across the world and tell one story. Here's let. Well, we'll wait for Joe to go back to his post before we run. We've got a video (laughs) with Lara Logan. Lara Logan has a brand new show coming up. And this is where media is going, Eric. It is Tucker Carlson, Bill Maher, these stories. Now you have. Getting close. It's not tangible yet. But now you have. You have investigative reporters like Lara Logan coming on doing shows like, listen, we're not doing this network stuff anymore, Lizzie. Uh, This is Lara's new show, and her first show is going to be about 
January 6th behind the scenes and it plays into what happened. Call January 6th a conspiracy theory. You can say whatever you want, but until you talk to the families, until you start to get some of the information behind the scenes you don't know, okay. here's a preview of Lara's new show. You've learned a lot more about January 6th. You talked to hundreds of defendants. What have you learned? Well, first I've learned about pain. I believe in my nephew. I am proud of him. He was just larger than life. We wanted to come and kind of just share what really happened today. He had never been in trouble before in his life. So this was just so overwhelming. I was sitting in my home and I got a call from his uncle. What did he say? They robbed him of his hope, his will to live. They took his fight away from him. They broke him. They completely broke him and they broke his heart. It's hard to find the truth these days and it's needed now more than ever. We've traveled the country to bring you honest, accurate reporting. Bottom line, Laura, they didn't want people going to the Capitol. They didn't want people even getting close to the Capitol. It never would have happened. It happened because they wanted to happen. No one was stopping you. This is the government we're talking about, okay? Like they have like nukes and F-15s. They can do whatever they want to stop average people like me. 34-year-old Roseanne Boylan was one of four people killed. This was a woman who got pushed down, smothered, trampled, and then beaten. Had this been covered at all by anyone else in the media? No. They named me as one of the insurrectionists that was preventing the cops from rescuing her. Was that true? Absolutely not. This crutch was right at my feet, and I put it above my head, and I said, in the name of Jesus, Lord, please stop this. Jeremy was at the Capitol providing security. I mean, he's quite literally the poster boy for the special forces. When you were arrested, they never sat you down and said, is this yours? No, because they're the same officers that recruited me on December 9th of 2020. From Department of Homeland Security. The same two guys. These people are hiding all of this information, and judges have let them get away with that. You could be here forever. I will be here as long as the American people leave me here. I'm Laura Logan with the rest of the story. Join us. Wow, did that give you goosebumps? Especially when they said, or when the jailer said, I'm going to be here as long as the American people leave me here. Yeah, wow. certainly something to think about. Uh, Lara does great work. She always has. Um, she knows. And when she was, quote, canceled, she was kind of canceled, but kind of walked away herself and said, I can't do this anymore. Uh, there was another female reporter. I think her name was Lara, or not Lara, but maybe Laura Atkinson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, another big time, females that went, uh-uh, we need to cover all sides of the story. We can't just do one side of the story. Yeah. And you're starting to see some of the media that we talk about changing and getting well, the information out that needs to change. I think the behemoth media, ABC, CBS, NBC, they have had such a dominance over the public's uh, view of things since, mm -hmm. since the 50s. Here's the thing. It's not that they're not that big still. The problem is... The, the walls are crumbling yes so it's like a it's like a big ship in the middle of the ocean that's rusted it's about to start letting on water i think they know that and they mm -hmm. are desperately trying to still control the narrative such as hunter biden such as j6 such as uh, democracy and lack such as the they are trying but you are starting to see i talked about 
pushback or, or uh, whatever it was uh, way back in the day that the American people were ultimately going to rise up. I was surprised that they didn't at the time. Me too. But now you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. Now it's happening, but it was a lot slower than I thought it would. A lot yes. more methodical than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. People had to get their issue that made them push back against it, Vic, such as school choice. Maybe it was school choice. Maybe it was uh, right to life. Maybe it was taxes. Maybe it was the economy. But now all the pressures are starting to build like a horror movie against the villain. At the, it's happened at the fast, end of the too. movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's about it's, to the blow last up. year. It's happened fast. I agree. When With- you have a Vec. Beating Biden right now by one point in right? the national poll. Yeah. yeah. It's all it's over. Yeah. And I believe so wasn't that the that was the CNN polling too. Yeah, every every Republican <laughs> is beating Biden right now. In the CNN polling, which make everybody go, hmm, what the hell's actually going on yeah. here? Uh, but get just Sw- swing a dead cat. It, sw- it doesn't really matter at this point who the who the nominee is. They're gonna beat Biden. It doesn't matter. Right. Do you, do you like Nikki Haley? Okay, pick her. She'll beat Biden. Do you like Vivek? All right, pick him. He'll he'll beat Biden. Do you want Trump in there? Yeah. What the hell? Get he can beat Biden. It's crazy. I figured it was CNN's attempt to try to keep Trump out again. Go, hey, listen. It's not just Trump. You guys, can, all your other candidates can beat Biden too. So you don't have to pick Trump thinking he's the only guy who can win. Look, all these other people can beat him too. There's not a chance in hell Biden's running for president. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. You Which can mark you can mark that say. one down right now. Yes. It's not going to happen. Nope. It's not going to happen. Hunter Hunter has screwed everything up. His dementia yes. has screwed everything up. His uh, his uh, ties with Obama being his uh, puppeteer have screwed mm-hmm. everything up. His ties to progressivism have screwed everything up. There's no way in hell that this cat... As a matter of fact, it's not going to be Kamala either. No. Well, I, sorry. I, I would like not. to go one further and say he won't even finish his term because Kamala is going to be taking over soon. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty there much bragging about right, it right, right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're preparing us for that. Oh, uh, By the way, real quick, J.M. Grigsby said, whatever happened to journalists? Because we were talking about journalists and TV shows and politics on ABC who reported about Hunter Biden. And she tried. Amy Roback is her name. Amy was let go because Amy was having an affair with a co-anchor, and then mm-hmm. they got rid of both of them. They were both married. You know, hey, they were both married, but then it became an, an ordeal, so yeah. they suspended both of them, and then they both just left. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it was, and I agree with you, Erica. All of this has been a slower burn, mm-hmm. even J6. So many people's opinion on J6 that day was, oh, they deserved it. They went in the Capitol and all of that. But people are waking up and remembering the inauguration in 2016. I was actually there, and I watched people that looked like Antifa and BLM breaking into limousines, breaking cars up all over everywhere. And there was police everywhere. And that wasn't considered an insurrection. So now it's very obvious that this is a political witch hunt, but it was a very slow burn. I agree, Eric. It was, I thought- Which might be a better thing. Could be. I mean, if you have like a concussion mortar blowing everything (laughs) up, you could have problems that way too. Yes. But, but if you have this kind of, the, you turn the oven on and then the burn starts to get hotter and hotter and hotter, mm-hmm. it becomes a more substantial thing. Yes. The people have, they're changing slowly, but they're changing. Changing, yes. And I'm, I'm seeing it all over the place. You know, it's, it, it's, it's like everything that they're doing right now is, is it's a war that's very, it's, the liberal media can't win any of these they battles can't, and they know it cnn can't win an argument Eric, on camera anymore even megan, they even argue against themselves even sometimes. megan kelly who was a top-rated anchor on fox news 
I'm a fan of Megan. I like her work. I do. Now, I know she attacked Trump in 2016. And I said earlier, it's ironic she lost her job because now if she was doing it, she'd probably get the top billing on Fox News at night for what she said. But even she has gone to Donald Trump's side. And she is now, Trump's given her an interview. So now Trump is making his way. Megan Kelly gets an interview yeah. with Donald I'm glad Trump to see that. right after he does it with Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. You got to be honest about yourself. Did you did you like it? I know I like Trump. I like his policies. I think mm-hmm. it'd be cool to have a beer with. Yeah. But did you like it when he told Megan Kelly that you had blood coming out of all your orifices on stage or whatever that was about? Yeah. It was. I was like right. at that point. I was like, damn, dog. Right. And it a lot of tough. people did it. <laughs> And that's why I think there is some slow burn right. reconciliation when you see Megan and Trump now yeah. talking. I'm yeah, happy to are. see that. And she's also even, she, let's play this clip. Do you have the Megan Kelly clip, by the way, ready to go? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, you don't. Okay. I have, I have one video, but I don't think. Let me send you the Megan clip okay. because she was talking about her situation. I know I sent it to you. It's, it said that I sent it to you, buddy. You know what um, Fox should do? What? I hate to say this. They should bring back Bill O'Reilly. They should bring back Megyn Kelly. Mm-hmm. They should bring, sent it at six twenty-five. They this should morning, bring. Back, you have it. They should bring back that everybody that the management at Fox destroyed. Yeah, but this out. is what you do. You because you had a plan guys, for CNN too. because those guys are so dynamic. One thing that Fox is, even though I like Jesse Waters and I like you know Laura Ingram, they're not dynamic. Right. I mean, they're they're kind of like they're you know they're they're like the Blink One Eighty Two of of journalism. Don't you start that. They're like the <laughs> how dare you. It's like they're cool. Yeah, you might go see them on a Friday night at the pageant, but they're not the Guns the and Blink Roses. One- oh, f- yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ah, yeah. Could Bill you O'Reilly. Imagine? Bill O'Reilly oh. is like the Led Zeppelin of rock. Yes. And you know, I you thought got, you were going to say they were more like the Sum Forty One. Got Led. Of yeah, you got Laura. She's like the Sum Forty One of, mm-hmm. of journalism. Lara was the top world correspondent. No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about Laura Ingram. Oh yeah. Then you got Sean Hannity who's kind of like your staple the old Bon Jovi but nobody wants to go see Bon Jovi no more right right that's, that's, I just think yeah. I just think that those they need to come back Megan cool. needs to be I, completely unhinged you should let her come back in a t-shirt and jeans and just rock mm-hmm. and she's very attractive too but the thing I love about Megan is she's now coming public and talking about how the cupcake is has hurt her and how she Saw regrets that. it here she Saw is that. I regret getting the vaccine, even though I'm a 52-year-old woman, because I don't think I needed it. I think I would have been fine. I'd got COVID many times, and I it was well past when the vac- vaccine was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Um, and then for the first time, I tested positive for an autoimmune issue at my yep. annual physical. Yep. And I asked, I went to the best rheumatologist in New York, and I asked her, do you think this could have to do with the fact that I got the damn booster and then got COVID yep. within three weeks. Mm-hmm. And she said, yes. Boom. Yes. I wasn't the only one she'd seen that with. And Megan's not the only person I've heard that from, too. I said that this has happened in my family and it's happened with my friends. And I have some other people who I feel are suffering with some issues that they have not yet admitted. It's because of the cupcake. Yes. There's not many people in my life that got the cupcake, but the, the few that did are definitely way more sick since then than the one, those of us that didn't get it. So well, I see like it in my own family. Monsanto, there was a lawsuit of causing leukemia. Some, mm-hmm. you know, it was like Roundup or something like that. I always wondered, how do, you, how do you prove that someone's cancer is because of a weed killer? How do you do that? You do a class action lawsuit and you might, might win some money. 
I think that might come to this COVID vaccine. No, eventually. they can't though. And I know why. they can't because emergency but use. Yeah. How many times people voluntarily took it? Right. How many voluntarily? Times? That's the issue. You guys never lived in the eighties. I'll bring it up one more time <laughs> for the two hundred show. I'll do it just for the old. Yeah, we're on the two hundred. But show. um, back in the eighties, you never heard a story of blah blah blah. Fifty two years old dies today of heart attack. Right. The wide receiver for blah 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 died today on the field of a heart attack. You never, there was, no, that would never have happened. You heard grandpa, 85 years old today, died of a heart attack yeah. because he had cholesterol problems. Mm-hmm. What is causing these heart attacks today? Yeah. I mean, why? You know what I'm saying? We it, are. It's We're just, seeing It's like deductive reasoning 101. Don't get a booster. This, this variant is mild. I think I've had it. It was so mild. I don't even know that I did have it. Mm-hmm. Our... Our roadie for Platinum Rock Legends is 500 pounds overweight. He got it, and he came back in two days. He has comorbidities out the ass. He's got diabetes and all this (laughs) other stuff, and he's fine. Well, we're more unhealthy as a society, too. People are heavier now than they've ever been, especially 40 years ago in the 80s. Yeah. And and it doesn't take much to figure out it's in the food and what we're eating, what you get addicted to. And even when you're trying to be healthy, healthy food can be bad for you as well. I mean, if you're in the store, you'd think farm-produced salmon would be amazing, and it's one of the worst cancerogenic things that you could ever put in your body. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are just little keys, but now we have this whole uh-huh. damn cupcake situation that we're dealing with, and we have many people on the comment lines right now. Of course, this is a live podcast, canceltheshow.com. We love it when you can join us, 8 to 10 a.m. Central. For the podcast, and I know more people listen to it or watch this afterwards, but many people who are listening now live and or watching are chiming in uh got it totally regretted it dealing with uh issues now daughter is forever stuck in her household Hmm. because of it right now wow um it it was not smart i felt pressured to do it um all of these issues well those are some things that we have to do and of course as we've talked about before i don't man i i I don't blame people who if you got it because of the pressures that were put on you and also at one point in time thinking it was the best thing to do while the cdc was lying to us fauci was lying to us uh health officials were lying to us but then they take the cop out by going well that's what the government says so we're gonna follow the government it was the same thing that happened in media as eric likes to say christian ain't talking about his numbers every morning because they said well i'm just doing what i'm told to do and then it just goes all the way up the chain of command to fauci I don't blame if you got the if you got the cupcake. I don't blame. It's not you. your fault. No, I, I mean people I, were so us. pressured. You were you were you were brainwashed. You were scared. You yeah. were in fear, and you trusted human beings yes. that had did not have your best interest at heart. They did not tell you, and it, it actually goes against the Hippocratic oath, I think. But that's a different story altogether. But I, they did not let you know. Here are your opportunities to not take this vaccine. I'm going to give you your opportunity to take it, mm-hmm. but here's your opportunity to say, you know, I don't want that in my body. And they didn't give that to you. They didn't afford that to you if you wanted to keep your job as a teacher. They didn't give that opportunity mm-hmm. to if you wanted to travel abroad. They didn't give you that opportunity if you wanted to go work at General Motors or wherever. So that's the people Gosh. that I 
almost don't forgive. Yeah, Donna says it's yeah. she thinks she started her. I never heard of this turn her hyperthyroidism. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it did. And people were so pressured. There's many people on our chat line saying it wasn't even because of their job. It was their family that just pressured them and belittled them and guilted them. You can't come over here and see grandma if you don't take it. I know some very good people who knew it was bad. They absolutely knew it wasn't good, but if they wanted to see their parent, they were forced to take it. That's right. That, I feel really bad for them. Well, there's a lot of people who guilted others as well. Yes. That, and the only reason we're bringing this up is because Megan Kelly did an interview and said, yeah, and she's trying to bring it mainstream. So good for Megan Kelly. Absolutely. At least sharing her thoughts on it. And that's why I think she needs a platform because I don't think any her po- and her podcast well, is getting massive. Maybe, but I, I don't think anyone's seeking Megan Kelly out. I think Not there's yet. Only, I think there's only a few people that are being sought out for their opinions. Yeah. Tucker's one again. Tucker, Bill Maher, and um, Joe Rogan. But you don't go to Fox News to get a national. I mean, to get a big audience. Could anymore. you imagine Megan Kelly at in the eight o'clock hour? Mm-hmm. That's what she that used audience, to be in that hour. I know she did. Yeah. That would be a massive Maybe, audience. Maybe, but people aren't watching news like they were. They're just not watching. Fox News ratings are so bad, they're trying to, they're broad, they're running commercials on ESPN. I think it's, and it's because mm-hmm. of what I said. I think it's because they don't have the dynamic lineup anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't they, have the Tucker Carlson. The Bill yes. O'Reilly is mm-hmm. gone. Could you imagine if they brought both of them back, Bill I, O'Reilly and Tucker? Could you imagine but Eric, that? Eric, it's on purpose. What's the point? It of is on purpose. It? Eric, Fox News is doing everything they can to promote Republicans who are not Donald Trump. You're right. Yeah. And it's and, and they 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 started with Oh my god, the DeSantis, they went to Vivek. Just came up in my head. DeSantis, <laughs> not then they went to Vivek and now they're on Nikki yeah. Haley. It's just they like really they just are. Keep, we got to find somebody. We got to find somebody. Got to keep Trump out. Got to keep But do you ever listen so all to those people? management decisions are purposely done. Have you ever been listening to I'm I'm a I'm becoming a fan of Nikki Haley. I'll say that out loud. I'll say yeah, that out no. loud because the, a lot you know, of people are though. Because Nikki Haley she has lived an experienced life in politics, right? Governor, yeah, her and uh, Pence, right? They're good buddies. She, she's the female Pence. I don't, I don't, I don't want to disparage the ones. That she's we the call female rhinos. Pence. I don't want to disparage the rhinos, the ones that we think are rhinos in there, just because they want to do try to do the job of government in the proper way. Does, does that make sense? Well, like a Vivek, he's very, you know, grassroots right now. Yeah. Donald Trump is a Manhattan business guy, but there are people that tried to desperately to do a good job at the job of government. And I feel like Nikki says the right things. Except for on Ukraine. She's but, a warmonger. I want to, I want a business person running our country right now. I know. I can't believe I just said that. I, someone throw something at me. Yeah, I do. Okay, I'm going to pick <laughs> this phone up and throw it. But you know who's saying that too, Eric, <clears throat> is Vic and I talked about this, that girls, girls that are, say, 20-ish or so, they like Nikki Haley because she's a Republican and they don't any longer want to maybe be a liberal. So they're just going with Nikki because she's a female and they think that she has a strong presence. They don't understand her policies, but they like well, her. Well, here's one thing. If if you're going to win over, there's a, there's a big voting block out there. It's called abortion. Mm-hmm. It is. There's a discussion that, that a white man is going to have to have to women in the next few months about taking their ability to have an abortion, okay, as if, if you're a Republican. Nikki Haley has a shot to have that conversation as a woman. Mm-hmm. That is a very difficult conversation for a Donald Trump to have in the Republican Party about uh, right to life. 
kind of issues, right? That's the only thing that really, really, really worries me about this next election is that whole every other issue goes against Biden. But if you bring up the damn abortion thing, wow, you just energized a big part of that base. Well, any Republican, I said this yesterday, any Republican is better than Joe Biden. But I think the only one that can fix all of this is Trump. DeSantis maybe. But I think DeSantis, we needed to wait till 2028. He, it, it's too divisive between those two right now. I truly think Trump is the only okay, one. Okay, let me that ask you a question. Let's, let's do this. Let's play a little game. You're Trump. Okay, I'm Trump. And you're on the debate stage. Okay. And, and Megan Kelly is out there uh, as the moderator. No, I kid. I kid. It's Brett Bear. It's Brett Bear. Um, he, oh, comes, Lord. He, he comes out to you and says, Mr. Trump, you've done very good in your policies. A lot of the uh, Republicans think your policies on the Middle East were good, that your policies on the border were good, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Talk to the American people right now about how, what you would do with abortion. That is such a tricky question, Mr. Trump. Go ahead and answer it. Mr. Trump would definitely say that he's pro-life. In the past, I think years ago, Mr. Trump, I'm his representative. Oh, Mr. I'm sorry. Trump. Okay, good. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm his yeah. representative because I wasn't <laughs> talking as if I was well, He doesn't Trump. show up for debate, so you're right. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so I'm his representative, and he's now pro-life because he believes mm-hmm. that everyone has a right to live. Okay. However, that's his opinion. I think years ago he was pro-choice, but he had an epiphany, so he's pro-life. However, he doesn't want to make that choice, so he will send it back to the states. So he wants the states. That is Trump's stance on it. He gives it back to the states. So if you want to have an abortion, then go live in Illinois or California. If you're okay not having that and you're pro-life, you probably want to live in Oklahoma or Missouri. Yeah. So he kind of, he doesn't bail on that. I think he does the right decision and brings it back to the state just as me as an individual too i am pro-life for sure but i would do the trump thing and send it back to the states very nice very nice somebody called trump and you should be working for his campaign but but, yeah that'd be great bye vic but (laughs) i I know but here's the other issue democrats should be pushing they're gonna hit the abortion issue Republicans got to hit money and they got to hit the immigration. We've been hitting the immigration issue hard, hard, hard here because national media won't cover it. World media is the no, not immigration is dead, Vic, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Eric Adams is going to be in every Republican video right now. <laughs> You're destroying New York. Well, we showed it yesterday. He's closed. And as soon as that came out, we had another video that just came down a press conference from Chicago. New Yorkers, Eric, are standing up. Republicans and Democrats saying, you're not coming to our towns. We're not taking the busloads of uh, of illegal aliens into our towns anymore. We're done. <laughs> We're not going Thanks. to accept. And <laughs> now you have the inner cities, Eric. This isn't the suburb people. Now you've got the inner cities, mostly made up of African-Americans who are now ready to say, listen to this press conference. Listen to what these people had to say about the busloads of illegals coming to their communities. That have not come to us. Now you want to overly compensate right. for people who never lived here before, and they really need to be taken care of. Oh, it gets better. And foremost, before anything else happens here. Why would any leader put our black communities already riddled with crime at further risk by placing unvetted non-taxpayers? steps away from our city our seniors yes our children and our homes we've worked so hard on our own to secure we are at war people 
Our communities are at war. With his they are violating vest. We across the country, we asking and we demanding for an office of Black America, whatever you want to call it, to deal with issues like this. Uh, I did get placed on a wait list, but I was told that the immigrants were taking priority. Ooh. That's a story that a lot of people don't know, and it just it hurt me. I'm like, oh wait a minute. I understand we need to be humanitarian. No, you don't. But these people are that my participant are third and fourth generation Chicagoan, born, bred, fed, and raised here. My grandmother, Mayrella Carrington, rest in peace, always said, Craig, charity starts at home first, and then it go abroad. Politically, having over 500 people in our community would completely wipe out any interest we have. Many of these migrants have been dumped in our neighborhoods without a plan in place to monitor and house them long term. I'm not yeah. selling Preach. nothing. And yep. I keep telling people, we don't have to move. If you out. sell, they're going to come in. Yep. If we don't sell, we got to stand strong and go. Right. You don't sell, you end up like Maui. Yeah, that's well, right. the other issue, too, is you can't keep voting the same kind of people yes. in that you had. Pritzker needs to be voted out, and then you don't declare yourself a sanctuary city. And if people show up, you send them right back, just like other states are doing. Yep. Do not come here. You will not find a gracious waiting host for you. Come you on, will not man. find free food, clothes, housing, anything else, Preach. because you are illegal. Get some. Illegal aliens. Illegal aliens. You're not an immigrant. You're an illegal alien. Here is why... I have a thousand dollars in my pocket for any Democrat that comes in here that thinks. That oh, it's now a thousand! Wow, you you're really up in your game. There's a thousand dollars in my pocket. Woo! If you can beat me as a Democrat, here's the reason why they're going to fail, and they're failing miserably. They don't understand cause and effect. They sure don't. They understand utopia, and they understand the the stories of a of of uh, rainbows and unicorns flying around. That's a PRL show. It's not real, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but here's the deal: just last night, Democrat leader who called to abolish the police was violently uh, in uh, in Minneapolis was violently gun uh, whipped. Wow! And her car was hijacked, and she broke her leg and smashed her face in. This is a chick. Well, she's a Democratic Party chairwoman. Chairwoman. They don't understand the cause and effect of what they say. Mm-mm. They see George Floyd. They go, that's it. We're getting rid of the police. The police leave, and all of a sudden, her face gets bashed in. That's cause and effect. Mm-hmm. You don't understand cause and effect of open borders. You see big, bad, orange Trump putting up a damn border wall, which would have stopped all of these problems. Mm-hmm. It would have had a beautiful front door that you go and knock on, and they let you in, and they give you your papers, and you're part of the asylum community, but you don't just walk over our borders. The cause and effect of that is, okay, you want to come in here in millions? We're going to send 200,000 of you to New York City. It's going to swamp and overwhelm their system. That's the cause and effect. So no matter what you bring in here, uh, Democrat-wise, you're never going to get my $1,000 because you're never going to win me over on any of the policies that you like. Do you want to talk about transgender issues? Let's talk about that one for a second. You're literally destroying young adults Mm -hmm. when you are transitioning them at the age of 12 years old. Young adults now are coming out in the media saying, you guys didn't protect me. You destroyed me. Now I'm detransitioning and I will never have a successful relationship in my entire life. Cause and effect. Boom. 
You are and, right. And it's all because of certain things. I'm I'm convinced now that the transgender thing is because of this Barack Obama thing. Me too. After oh, everything too. I've seen, yep, me there's too. no way in hell that they would have put this much energy into something. Uh-huh. Because there's going to be a presidential library, and one day it's going to come out that Michelle is Michael. You betcha. And they're going to try to desensitize the country to what we're talking about right now. That's why they're putting billions and billions of dollars into this, right? Into Mm -hmm. schools. Mm -hmm. The only ones that are going to change this are little kids being desensitized by transgender issues, right? You're right. That's my theory. That's all I got. There's no fact in there. Uh, the, The border is very simple, people. They want a voting block. They want people to vote for these socialistic policies Mm -hmm. that are going to come down the pike in 20 years. And they know George Soros has a plan, and he's funding this crap. They're coming across the border. They're getting rid of that little floating mechanism that's in the water, keeping all the the aliens away. Actually, news broke yesterday. uh, Federal appeals court has allowed Texas to keep that barrier in the water, which the Biden administration tried to remove because they said it was going to affect... Uh, I can't remember the certain animal race. It was an animal. It's like antelope or deer was, or antelope. like that. Yeah. It was going to affect antelope. They, it was going to affect their habitat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Federal appeals court said, nope, the barrier can stay in the water. But it does go to show what the Biden administration was trying to do, and which is why no Democrat could ever win $1,000 from you because they have no stand. Well, it's, there's, it's, it's all kinds of things. It's the energy thing now. Biden is so hell-bent on any local energy produced. It's because they don't want the big money of Texas contributing to Republican-funded uh, initiatives. So they're trying to do Solyndra 2.0 and own the electric vehicle company or the electric battery companies that's where they're they think that their money is it's in the tech i mean there's so much stuff that if you're a democrat does not make sense there's nothing that makes sense about going to the gas station anymore and paying four dollars again no it's insane i'm sorry there's just not and letting iran and saudi arabia and russia dictate the oil prices mm-hmm. when we could be doing that here and ta- and flipping the f- the middle finger to all those countries it- Correct. I, guys, I had to, I had a note. I had to put this on here before I forgot about it. When we were talking about the cupcake and the, the problems that people had, I forgot to say this. Uh, also, news came out yesterday, 10 New York City teachers. New York City teachers were fired because they didn't get the cupcake. Guess what? They've now been reinstated with back pay. Good. What? I'm happy to hear that. And I told you my attorney friend in the state of Missouri, and he's wow. going to be coming on the show soon. He is running for a... a statewide office he is seven for seven and getting people their jobs back who were fired because they refused to get the cupcake so mm. don't think that you're out on some it would might be tough for a while if somebody tried to force you to quote comply but i'm telling you there are success stories and victories happening all over the place because what was happening and being done to you was not of any constitutional law it's not and you have the law on your side, believe it or not. Again, it's like a rusty Titanic in the middle of the ocean, and it's rusting, and it's about to start taking on water. Mary yes. says that Missouri good. needs to do that for nurses. Uh, it yes. Would be, yeah, it would be good somehow, some way to get that done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, contact me off air, and I'll send you uh, yes. the attorney. I'll send you his uh, name. Let me know if you know of people that need more cases from that standpoint. Everything is close. But this is New York City, 10. That's unbelievable. And it's and guess what? It's a big national story, but national news isn't covering it. Their local news not. in New York City isn't covering no. it. You have to go through and find yeah. uh, 
the, the people that are covering those stories, which are people like us, and they go, oh my God, this is real. It happened, but they're not going to cover it. You know why? So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I just had no. to get that back in there. That's that amazing. Good. That's fantastic. Do you know why MSNBC is really flailing? Because they have no news stories. I, I, right. Fox News, even though, even though you guys think Fox is failing, they have the news stories. They do. They have every that's why story we, on their side. That's why mm-hmm. they're they're like a damn, they pissed me off, but I know. we need the stories that are being told. Cut still holding strong and so is the morning show but here's the thing i went to msnbc just to kind of torture myself a little bit this morning the morning morning schmo <laughs> oh and, gosh and, yes and it's funny their lead story check this out peter navarro being uh convicted yeah, of who? uh what was it a contempt of congress oh dear god holy big oh. deal <laughs> I mean oh that is gosh. such that is like that is like the smallest behind you know under the fold story ever. It's because of what's happening. They have nationally. nothing. Yeah, they and have the national stories go against their narrative, and that's the problem. What's actually resonating with people and communities right now, uh, and it's and it's also trending that way too because <laughs> when you have a president that is he's lame duck is what he is. And you have a vice president that's lame duck, yes. as we've talked about. And then you have all this hype for Republican candidates leading the way Donald Trump. All they can talk about is Trump or possible indictments or possible trials yeah. mm-hmm. that are coming up. That's yeah. where the problem is. And aren't you proud of Trump that he's kind of kept his mouth shut? He has. Haven't you yeah, he really been, has. Haven't kept you been his proud of shut. him a little bit? Just like, you know what? I got you. Yeah. yeah, and don't you don't you think it's worrisome to the liberals? They're like, what's going on? Oh, I bet they are, and I agree. We didn't with you. smoke him out. <laughs> yeah, no, because he is being relatively quiet, unless you go on Truth Social and you see him. But even there, his tweets or whatever you call his things on Truth, he's even being more quiet there than he used to be. And as much as I loved the tweets and I loved hearing all of that. There is a, fra- a a group of people who are even on our chat line that that is specifically why they don't like him is all of the tweets and the mean things yes. and all that. Agreed. So if he gets to be more presidential, yep. you will win those over. Even he though I so? didn't care, hey. I do. I really? do. Yeah. If he, if he, let me ask you a question. And, and then I got to ask all you guys. And on then Facebook. we got to ask and you about Trump. Definitely you. Definitely you. All right. Do you <laughs> think? Do you think that Trump should come out? And have a global blanket apology, just like oh I, hell no, he can't apologize. Uh, whatever comes next, no, he owes. Man, no, that was quick. And you know why? <laughs> Damn, because nobody would, nobody would take it seriously. Really? Nobody would effing care. It would just make him look weak. Too. Yeah, he can't apologize. No, about Eric, you have a heart like I do. Wow, but. Pete, no, no, but you way. don't think that there's strength in hum- humility? Yes, there is. There is strength, and there are people even you on our I chat agree. line though mm-hmm. that agree with you. Though there's a couple right now that are saying that if he would just come out yeah. and if he would apologize, and what they specifically want him to apologize oh I for, I could write the speech for him right is, now. I wouldn't even need AI. Yeah, is the um, <laughs> coming out with the warp speed uh-huh. because many conservatives did go and get the thing in their arm because Trump kept talking about the warp speed and kept having the, the little clown frouchy on all the time. So if, if there's any apology at all that he should do, I, I, I'm going to change my statement. If he came out, I'm not saying you should, 
Okay. I'm not saying he should, because even though he said that, I didn't listen to Trump. He's not God. He's a human being that was damned if he did, damned if he didn't. But there are some people that did used to like him and now do not because they did get the damn thing in their arm and now they're blaming him. Oh, hey, real quick. If anybody wants to sponsor us, we got a nice invite, Eric, Okay, to Ooh. go to Mar-a-Lago on October 26th yes. for dinner with Donald Trump. Yes. But it's $1,000 a person. And they want our show to go. They want Vic, Eric, myself, and probably Pro Joe to go. But if so, I'll take a camera and I'll document the whole thing. Yes. So if anybody wants to sponsor and be (laughs) the sponsor on the trip for Cancel This, contact Vic ASAP. You can contact me too. But so we did get some invites to go down there. We really did. We could even probably go on the plane. Uh, yes. Uh huh. So that's <laughs> oh, coming that's, up. That's that seems like a lunch day for Kevin. Where's Kevin? <laughs> but he wants you to go. He wants uh, us to go. Anyway, so if anybody has any good ideas, let us know from that standpoint. We had some other news that just came out, guys. Um, it actually came out last night, late last night. But Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri, who we're very fond of, had sex with Obama. No, I'm sorry. What? Oh dear God, that would be a bad story. <laughs> I just actually just wanted to hear. I just wanted to hear what it would sound. But there are those who would not be surprised. I'm just going to say that. It probably did happen. There are some people out there. Just kidding. It's a joke. Oh dear God! He actually called for Senator Mitch McConnell to step down. He said, "You need to step down. The health concerns are a major, major concern." Quote: Mm. If you're concerned about the president's ability to do his job, and I am, and a lot of Republicans say they are. You have to be concerned when it's someone from your own party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do Thanks, I think Josh. McConnell should be leader? No. If you're concerned about President Joe Biden's ability to do his job, as I just said. So, um, Hawley said that, uh, yeah. So, Hawley said McConnell needs to step down now. Hawley has a very unique way of saying the things that everybody think is yes. thinking. He yes. does. And that's why I like, I know that. A lot of people around here don't like Josh for some reason. I, I I'm do like now. Damn, man. I, mm-hmm. this guy just he's very he's very hip. He's very young. He's very energetic. He's got yeah. the right pedigree behind him. Mm-hmm. I like him. And I and you know what? Who was it on the show that said a few months ago, man, maybe Josh should step into that leadership role? Somebody did. I don't remember who it was. Neither do I. But I did hear I think on, it was you. Maybe I heard someone on Fox say that the other day. Who else could step in there? Maybe it could be a Josh Holly. I was mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> you look at all the senators and you look how good he is. What do you? Why not? Well, yeah. Why not? Why, not? why wouldn't it be him? Why wouldn't you pick someone young that could start in 2023 and in mm-hmm. his career as a senator yeah. in 2050? I I agree. And Eric on the chat line is saying Josh has what it takes to be the president. Well, we'll see. Yeah, you got to, huh? We'll see. Maybe. He's very vilified. He's very polarizing. But, he is polarizing. But he could, I mean, he works for Missouri, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he does. I think. He's very good for Missouri. I'm fond of him. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. There, and, you're the, for, and it wasn't too long ago that you were a hardcore Democrat. Right. Yeah, well, and I'm yeah. fond of him too. And I thought at first he was a shill and a plant by the RNC. But even if he was, I like what he's doing. So I've changed my stance on him. I, I do, do like him. I do want to clarify. I was never actually, I, I never actually considered myself a Democrat, but I was more in the middle or leaning left. Well, I get you. I get you. All right. He, he's a he's an artsy fartsy music music loving person. You're in that community, Greg. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's very. I'm in the same boat as you, by right. the way. 
I'm in that same community. It's like, I always get this. Man, you're a musician. I expected more out of you. You're a Republican. I go, I'm not a Republican, but I have I have conservative principles. And then they so I understand exactly where you come from. Right. It's it's hard to it's like now, you know, I, I kinda like low taxes. Have well, a nice day. And I yeah. still have yeah. many liberal friends that, you know, I listen, you know, I mean there's definitely a lot of uh left leaning people in my life. I mean, hell, I'm doing a, a show about the entertainment industry so yeah yeah no. uh, by the way also uh for our missouri listeners and viewers tonight's bill eigel's launch of his campaign for governor at the st charles airport is that today where's the st charles at the st charles near alton it's near alton and oh I, that's right it's up that's past, right uh, yes and i believe he's expecting a good five uh, he's been on our show people. to launch his campaign we've had uh ashcroft uh secretary of state on our show for his campaign as well so uh, by the way, go to canceltheshow.com. Check out our merchandise. Our merchandise is now up and running. The website's easy to find. Go to canceltheshow.com. It has its own tab. You can see some of the merchandise there that Joe is going through showing you right now. Hats, shirts, cups, you name it. Lizzie continues to add all kinds of things to Derek Pratt's list. We're, I do. We got to have a shirt now. We got to have this. We got to have our distressed hats. Um, yeah, so we appreciate uh, people checking that out. If you know of other advertisers that want to partner with us, let us know. Um, more shows coming on the way. We'll be giving you information and updates on that as well. 200, guys. 200. Yesterday was 200. We're celebrating the 200 today. Don't you feel like you have nothing else to say? 201. I don't. I, don't. I have a lot to say. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever run out we're, of anything to say. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. Yeah. It's like perpetual. Sure. It's like perpetual motion. It never stops. And yeah, everything just. I mean, daily things just keep happening. So yes. there will all be. Should, there will always be stuff to talk about. You should the the logo for this show should be that emoji. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> what? It should, be, it should be Vic going. What the truck? <laughs> uh, guys, thanks again. Um, Thanks for watching, liking, subscribing, sharing, letting people know what we do. Um, you know, shows about you guys, and we appreciate it as we have uh, this 201 now episode. So, have an awesome weekend. We got a good lineup of guests again next weekend, and um, have an awesome weekend. And congrats to the Detroit Lions. Oh, stop. <laughs> Just their one and only win of the season. We That's got right. one, baby. We got one. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later. For Pro Joe, Eric, Lizzie, I'm Vic. Have an awesome day and a better weekend. Yeah.